Okay, you've made it to the end nearly. Chapter 18, the last chapter in the text, Global Problems, and uh, we have a reading entitled An uh, Ancient uh, Cure for Alzheimer's in um, question marks. And that is um, a reading I'm going to ask you to do that uh, describes the uh, research by uh, medical anthropologist Ben Tremble and uh, gives you an idea of uh, the relevance of uh, anthropological research on small scale societies and how they might help us understand and overcome problems we're facing today, namely uh, Alzheimer's. So we're going to be looking at uh, natural events, uh, disasters and famine, inadequate housing and homelessness, family violence and abuse, and I've added something on uh, neglect as well, crime, war, terrorism, and then finally making the world a better place. And so these are the sorts of things that we're going to cover uh, that are covered uh, in this uh, chapter. Uh, natural disasters can have greater or lesser effects on human life depending on social conditions. Take the recent hurricane that struck uh, the Houston and, and much of the Gulf Coast area. The problem there was that while it was a, a major hurricane of um, nearly unprecedented uh, propor uh, proportions, uh, city planners didn't do a good job in dealing with the effects of uh, runoff. Uh, they knew historically that these things uh, occur, these hurricanes. And uh, what they didn't do is regulate building uh, and the associated uh, drainage uh, infrastructure to essentially take into consideration the enormous demands that would be made on the system. Uh, and as a consequence uh, of inadequate uh, planning and preparation, the impact on the um, residents of Houston and outlying areas was much greater than it uh, uh, otherwise could have been. Uh, so disasters are also social problems that have social causes and possible solutions. That is, uh, do your zoning intelligently uh, and make sure that you have um, the ability to handle uh, these terrible um, uh, runoffs that occur after uh, major downpours. Uh, famines or episodes of severe starvation and death often appear to be triggered by physical events such as severe drought or hurricanes. Uh, and this is true, but uh, there are other dimensions to famines too. Uh, famines rarely result from just one bad food uh, production season. It's usually a, uh, a series of bad um, uh, years that leads to famine. And this uh, problem is going to uh, increase in certain areas as a consequence of global warming. Um, but one thing I want to say, too, about um, um, uh, famines is that uh, a lot of it has to do with uh, civil unrest. Uh, the wars in, uh, for example, Sudan and Somalia that are occurring today um, essentially have displaced people. They've taken, uh, they've cut down the uh, uh, roads for, for, for trade. And as a consequence, uh, people essentially um, uh, are, are starving uh, because uh, their fields have been uh, damaged by military forces. Uh, they can't um, get food in from relief agencies uh, because of the uh, warfare that's going on. And so many of the sorts of families we see today have political causes that are directly related to wars and rebellions. Um, in most nations, the poor usually live in inadequate housing. Throughout most of human, human history, this hasn't been a problem uh, when people could make their own homes, but they end up uh, in slums, in squatter settlements. Uh, slums are just essentially 
uh, areas of the city that are really uh, settled uh, that begin to take on more and more people that they really can't house. Squatter settlements essentially are illegal um, uh, but accepted uh, settlements that form around cities on hillsides. I've seen these, for example, in my uh, travels to uh, Brazil, uh, where they call them favelas, uh, or in um, uh, Venezuela around uh, Caracas. And uh, so we have this kind of problem of inadequate housing. Most of this is uh, triggered by a rural to urban migrations for better futures. That is, conditions are so poor in the rural sector uh, for a variety of reasons that people are moving to the city uh, where they believe that they can um, have a better life for themselves. Uh, but uh, since they're so poor, they don't have the kinds of skills needed to do well. Uh, in an urban environment and they end up uh, in either squatter settlements or um, slums and uh, the health um, conditions in these areas are appalling uh, because of uh, pollution, uh, inadequate uh, infrastructure in terms of uh, clean water and, and, and sewage and things of that nature. Um, so because homelessness cannot occur if everyone can afford housing, some people would say that homelessness to some degree happens only in a society with great uh, differences in income. And this is true. If you look at the uh, Gini index that we talked about earlier um, in the course, uh, there's a great uh, disparity in incomes. Uh, we do have this problem of homelessness. And this problem of homelessness, we think of it as, as a U.S. problem, but it's a problem that occurs uh, worldwide. Uh, and um, it tends to occur when um, uh, social outreach is, is inadequate uh, and uh, in, in the context of, of really high uh, economic inequality. Uh, there's a, a section on, on refugees and immigrants, and the uh, point here is that these people are driven onto their home nations because of war, economic problems, and disasters, and sometimes uh, all of these three things are interrelated. Uh, this has created an enormous problem uh, by nations that take in uh, refugees because uh, they have a limited ability to, uh, to do so. Uh, and then also to point out that Lincoln is a uh, refugee resettlement site for Yazidis uh, who come from uh, Iraq. Uh, these were a uh, religious minority persecuted by um, ISIS and Somalis and, and other people. So um, Lincoln is an example of, of and I would say a successful example of a community uh, that is uh, taking in refugees. Uh, there is some federal assistance uh, in this area. Uh, and uh, these people are finding a better uh, life uh, in, in our uh, local community. Um, <clears throat> family violence and abuse, again, uh, a problem. Uh, we have violence against children, violence against wives, and also, and, and, and the text, you know, discusses these things, and in the next slide we'll see, you know, some possible solutions uh, to this problem. But uh, another thing is child neglect. Uh, this is typically uh, poor people who can't afford, for example, to properly clothe, feed, or medically treat uh, their children. This is largely a consequence of, of poverty. Uh, the state is, uh, you know, essentially doesn't offer up these services easily um, uh, for these uh, uh, children. So we get this uh, problem of neglect that goes on as well as uh, abuse. Uh, some ideas about uh, reducing family violence and abuse, promoting the equality of men and women, the sharing of child um, 
marine responsibilities may reduce um, uh, family violence and uh, and neglect. Uh, whether that works or whether um, that's really the the solution uh, compared to as, as a consequence for a healthy family, I just have uh, less violence, et cetera, et cetera, is uh, is unclear at this point. Uh, but and then we'll also talk and then the the the, the authors turn to crime. Uh, what is a crime in one society is not necessarily a, a crime in another. An easy example of this is uh, marijuana laws in, in the U.S. If you go to uh, Colorado, you can uh, freely purchase recreational marijuana. If you bring that stuff across the border in Nebraska, you can be put in jail, and you can be put in jail for uh, a good long time. Uh, and uh, another issue, uh, and so this, this occurs, you know, as a worldwide issue. Uh, there, there's some variation. Uh, in terms of uh, uh, what is a crime for in Holland, for example, prostitution is highly regulated. It's not a crime uh, if it's done, quote, in the right part of the city. And so uh, this is a, a kind of sliding sort of scale we have for what's legal and illegal, uh, depending on where you are. And also a variation in, uh, in punishment uh, for various crimes in the United States, for example. Um, drug crimes are really harshly um, uh, punished in other nations they're uh, not uh, punished very harshly but also they have social services available to get people off drugs as a kind of long-term strategy to reduce um, this sort of problem in drug abuse uh, violent crime does appear to be associated with one economic characteristic homicide is usually highest nations with uh, high income inequality and we've talked a little bit about this before uh, in a previous chapter and take a look at this slide uh, this is from Daly and Wilson's research and it looks at uh, the uh, Gini uh, index uh, and the higher the index like 0.47 uh, the higher the degree of, of inequality uh, and if we look at states in the United States the uh, hollow uh, uh, circles we see that uh, there's a powerful correlation between um, uh, income inequality, the higher it goes from 0.35 to 0.47, uh, the higher the homicide rate is. And it also, uh, the same pattern you can see in Canada, uh, Canadian provinces with the uh, solid circles. And again, um, there's this positive correlation between the Gini index and um, homicides per annum. So the more inequality there is, the more uh, uh, homicide there is. Why this is the case? is unclear there's lots of really interesting ideas uh, but it does show that for example income inequality does play a role in homicides uh, <clears throat> one suggestion is to reduce to reduce rates of violent crime is to reduce socialization for training and training for aggression uh, perhaps i don't know uh, but you know one has to essentially um, uh, understand what uh, goes on in families that socialize for aggression uh, is it a consequence of uh, the realities of living in a poor neighborhood, uh, bad neighborhood. Uh, the reduction, again, of inequalities in wealth may also help reduce crime, as we saw with the uh, Gini Index. War is an unfortunate uh, fact of life in most societies, known in anthropology. Um, they point out that people seem to be uh, more likely to go to war when they fear unpredictable disasters that destroy their food supplies. Uh, and this was explored uh, earlier in the um, uh, chapter on politics. Uh, but one thing we should point out, too, that much of the war is intrastate. We're in, if you look at places like Yemen, 
Sudan, Somalia, or we could even add Iraq. Uh, ethnic differences um, uh, lead to rebellion. Uh, sometimes religious differences also lead to um, a war. And so a lot of the war we see today is what we call intrastate war, that is war that occurs within a particular nation and not between nations. Um, <clears throat> terrorism is a problem uh, in the news uh, for good reasons. It involves the threat or use of violence to create terror and others, usually for political uh, purposes. Um, terrorism has, has cost um, the world lots and lots of money. Uh, you know, think of the all, all sorts of uh, airport security that you have to, had to go through, have to go through now that you didn't have to go through uh, in the past, all the kind of screening and, and all these other things that, that go on to uh, uh, make uh, um, uh, life more expensive for us. I can remember when I used to work at the National Science Foundation uh, in downtown D.C. It was about two blocks um, away from the White House. and. You could walk, you know, along Pennsylvania Avenue to the White House, and there'd be kind of like a, a bit of a gate and a, uh, a kiosk where uh, there would be security there. Uh, and uh, it's right across from Lafayette Park. And today, you can't even get close to the White House if you walk on Pennsylvania Avenue. There's all sorts of barriers. And it's just an example of, you know, uh, what goes on uh, in terms of the, the economic cost. Uh, that terrorism is inflicting, uh, not, not to ignore the human cost, uh, but it's is had a huge economic impact uh, all over the world. Uh, you know, here's an example of um, um, the uh, Boston Marathon uh, explosion uh, that uh, killed uh, many, many people. I kind of have a personal connection uh, with this. Uh, my daughter's um, mother-in-law uh, had uh, finished her her part of the Boston Marathon about three minutes after the explosion occurred. She crossed the, 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 the line after three minutes and uh, she could have been uh, one of the people who were killed in this act of uh, uh, terrorism. Um, <clears throat> so pointing out you know, making the world better, social problems are mostly of human making and are therefore susceptible to human unmaking. And so, you know, the argument here is that we have the means to uh, make the world uh, better, uh, but do we have the will and are uh, some of us uh, willing to um, uh, undergo the, the cost to make the world a better place overall? Um, here I want to turn to um, uh, the reading, An Ancient Cure for Alzheimer's. Uh, it focuses on medical anthropologist Ben Tremble. And one of the things that, that uh, we is talked about here is this issue of weird people and mismatch. Uh, weird stands for Western educated, industrialized, rich, and developed people. And these are us, modern day people. Uh, these people, we uh, are really weird uh, because uh, we are really different from uh, the kind of people that have uh, uh, existed for um, most of human history. Uh, throughout most of human history, humans have had really high parasite loads. Uh, and there seems to be an interaction uh, in that um, uh, people with high parasite loads um, are able to essentially reduce the probability of uh, getting Alzheimer's. Of course, the idea here is not to get a parasite to protect yourself against uh, Alzheimer's. That's a pretty rough cure that could lead to other problems. 
uh, but the uh, center of it is on the uh, APOE4 gene uh, that um, uh, can uh, lead to Alzheimer's, but uh, it appears that uh, the uh, nature of the parasite load and, and, and the immune responses you have parasites uh, can actually uh, make this gene helpful uh, to you in terms of uh, brain function. So anyway, take a look at that discussion. One thing I want to point out, for example, if you really want to understand high parasite load, here's a publication uh, that I did with Jennifer Kuzara. Looks at the Anamamo number of parasites uh, per person. Uh, the uh, figures Orinokido and Parima B are just two different sampling areas. And if you look at it, you know, um, at, at any point in time, a Yanomamo has four to six parasite species uh, ranging from roundworms like uh, Ascaris uh, or malaria or um, other kinds of, uh, of illnesses that are really kind of prevalent uh, in the tropics. And so this gives you an idea of, you know, um, the, the kinds of uh, parasite loads people have. And in the Trumbull article, on Alzheimer's, he worked with a group called the Chimane, T-S-I-M-A-N-E, and this just shows you what a kind of mismatch uh, we have. Uh, we live in a really sterile environment. That's a mismatch from the kind of environment that we uh, live in in the past, and as a consequence, we have diseases that essentially are unheard of, like Alzheimer's, in really um, uh, uh, simple, small-scale societies. So uh, here are the issues to kind of keep your eyes on uh, for the exam. Social uh, origins of natural disasters, uh, household violence, inadequate housing, and homelessness. You know, uh, these are worldwide problems. Crime, uh, how crime varies um, in terms of intensity, and what is the crime from place to place. Uh, war uh, is a key issue in understanding uh, the issues of uh, immigrants and, and, and refugees, and to some extent, uh, you know, how war has an effect on natural disasters. Uh, if there's times are tough and a war is going on and crops aren't as plentiful, the normal response is for people to move around uh, to get uh, uh, food by trade through relief agencies. Wars make that impossible uh, and kind of exacerbates the situation. So a natural disaster is essentially compounded by a social problem called war terrorism. And then finally, weird people. Uh, we're weird people. Uh, and uh, because we don't, we're kind of mismatched with the kind of people that have represented humans for the um, uh, most of, uh, of human history. In this case, we're talking about a really high parasite load. So uh, these are the issues that you should uh, focus on.